guys, and welcome to Concentrated Podcast Presents the Imperial Dispatch. I am Maria, and I am joined by my two amazing, wonderful, lovely co-hosts, Eric. What's up? And Manira. You didn't sound that full, first of all, hi guys, but you didn't sound that uh, sure that your name was Maria. You were like, my name's Maria. (laughs) You know, I'm going through some things right now, a little bit of an existential crisis. Crisis. (laughs) Who are you? Who am I? Am I me? It's a lot. It's a lot. My name Um, is Reek. (laughs) No, she's not Reek. No, I'm not Reek. Don't do that. Uh, no, honestly, I was up until like four in the morning and I'm never up till four in the morning. So my brain is still a little mushy. You old. Yeah, girl, I'm not built for like long, deep conversations in the middle of the night no more. Why do young people do that? They just do. I don't know. They haven't haven't lived enough. (laughs) Why can't those conversations happen during normal business hours and not interrupt my sleep? Like coffee in the morning? Like, hey, I want to discuss something. You sure can because I've got my coffee in hand. (laughs) Exactly. Like that's the point when you should ask someone that's 30 plus Mm -hmm. uh, any meaningful questions, Mm -hmm. young people. Not not at 12.30 after a Mm pay-per-view UFC Mm -hmm. fight when everybody's like all right time for bed no 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 it's time for us to have a super deep conversation about life (sighs) it was a great conversation and then i was like holy shit it is 4 (laughs) a.m so yeah yeah now i've got to go to bed until noon thank you right exactly exactly as we questioning my whole existence all right well here's the thing that y'all don't have to question which is what we're here to talk about today and we're here to discuss episode four of the amazing because i'm sorry i'm ready to just go ahead and label it as such uh disney plus series the book of boba fett Episode four was titled Chapter Four, The Gathering Storm. So as always, before we start diving into specifics, I want to hear what you guys thought about the episode overall. Manira, I'm going to start with you today. What was your take on this episode? Um, I mean, as a, an official Fennec Shan uh, fan, number one fan um, account, I loved it. I wanted to see how they became an actual thing. and it stopped me from thinking because as much as I love her, I don't always trust her, but in, in Finnick we trust. Um, so I'm constantly waiting for her to double cross him. I feel like um, Ming-Na is doing a very good job with her facial expressions. Anytime someone is saying something and I'm like, cause we still don't know like who sent any and all to mess with Mm -hmm. Boba. So I'm like, could it be her? Could she be like uprising? But I think this episode did a lot to show for me. No, I think she's here for the long haul. And I do think it is a genuine respect for one another. I I really enjoy it. Um, I'm excited to see where they go next. Cool. What about you, Eric? Pretty much the same. Also explains how he got his ship back because it just went from, you know, we saw him in the Mandalorian and then him and Fennec just popped up when, uh, when he was with Grogu trying to contact other Jedi and he mm-hmm. already had his, you know, formerly the slave one. Um, I forget what they call it now, but um, his famous ship. Mm-hmm. 
which like still even as an adult the whole physics of it still blows my mind as it did like when i was a kid and you got first introduced to this ship that like flies this way and it's, <laughs> it's just doesn't anyway i digress yeah i i actually really really enjoyed this episode um you know a lot of the same comments that you guys had i think i think i really enjoyed truly understanding what his take is and why he wants to run a family and mm-hmm. his view on it like you know you you very much get the idea that and we talked about this last time that like he is somewhat of a moral criminal like he definitely mm-hmm. has a code that he follows but i think that in this episode you learned from his own words that it was less about the code and simply what makes sense considering that they're a lot smarter than their employers seem to think. Mm-hmm. And and I really, really enjoyed that kind of take and his approach to diplomacy where it's it's kind of like, you know, rule softly with a big stick. Yeah. I, I really, really enjoyed that. So the the one thing I, I didn't enjoy though, um, and, and I think this is kind of where we start to get in it a bit, is that I'm kind of sad that this looks like it's going to be the last time we have a straight up flashback. I know. With I love him the and flashbacks. The tank. Like <laughs> we're, we're at this point, we're caught up, right? They got the ship. Yeah. They yeah, went, they killed the healed. bikers. Yeah. He's fully healed. There's no reason for him to go back in the tank, which means like we got all of the, the before four time flashbacks that we're going to get. And that makes me a little bit sad. I love that's story time. I love story. Right? T- like that's just what I like when he's in there, I'm like, Ooh, story time what are we doing now (laughs) yeah but now we're there the only thing they would have to explain is basically why he was you know on the ridge when he saw Cobb vanth and uh and the mandalorian you know riding around with his armor yeah yeah oh that's a good Mm. point because that hasn't been answered but if he's a hundred percent healed there's really no reason for him to go back into his tank unless he gets injured next episode so yeah. we might be left <laughs> we might be left without having an actual answer for that one. I feel like we don't need it at this point. Like we saw he gets his ship back, he gets revenge on a bunch of people, and you know, he's just kind of, you know, gathering his his plan for where to go next. And I'm assuming, you know, it's if it goes by the same timeline, remember when he found Fennec, it was in the first season. And not a lot of time passes between the first and the second season for the Mandalorian. So mm-hmm. if anything, it's only a few weeks that he gets, mm-hmm. you know, gets his ship back and starts getting stuff together, you know, and then Mando is back on Tatooine. So do you think that we'll get a, like a crossover event in at least in like a, in the flashback form? I wanted to ask that. So some of the music that they're playing sounds mm-hmm. a bit Mandalorian esque. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they do have the same composer, but I do don't you know. see? They, they okay, no, 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 no. Hold, like, on, hold they, on, hold they on. They did mention that eventually we will have a big crossover episode with the Ahsoka Tano show and the Mandalorian and Boba Fett. I don't okay. know. Mm. Here's the thing, though, to Manira's point. Yes, the shows have the same composers, but up until this week's episode, mm-hmm. you had not heard the melody from the Mandalorian on Boba Fett. And yeah. we heard it mm-hmm. this week. It was clearly the melody of the, the mm-hmm. theme music for the Mandalorian, which is not the same as the theme music for Boba Fett. So I feel like they're telling us something 
or maybe that's just me putting on my tinfoil and wanting something to be there. But I, I think that there's something there. I, I, well, I feel like they have to build up a little more. I mean, we only have three episodes left. Do, um, what? Yeah, it's only seven episodes. You're always the episode bring the episode bringer downer. <laughs> what were you expecting? Eight or ten? Yes. No, no, it's, it's seven. Only seven. And they also they so have not confirmed sad. if this will be a continuing series or if this is just going to be a mini series event. Yeah, that's what I'm upset about. I wasn't upset about the seven episodes. I knew that coming in. What I am upset about is the fact that I don't know if this is going to be, uh, you know, uh, what is it that they call them a limited series? Yeah, yeah limited series. Which makes I don't want it to be a to limited be a limited series. series right. There's always a crime lord on Tatooine. Like, why does it need to be a limited series? It doesn't. He's lovely. I would. I want to come back to this world with him in it. I don't. I don't want to not. So you know, pick. Please pick this up. I. I enjoy it immensely. Yeah. No. the The internet is very much split on it because I've heard you know some folks with their uh, their whining and complaining about the Mandalorian, uh, specifically about the um, his his gutter friends, the the kids with the mopeds. With the mopeds. What about Fuck the them. kids with the mopeds? What's wrong with them? Apparently, they're like fake Power Rangers. Yeah. That's what oh, it's too colorful like. and too fun. And like, you know, pe- people don't like fun, apparently. Why can't we have nice things? They didn't bother me at all. <laughs> like, I didn't notice them as being colorful. I was just like, ooh, more people to add to his ranks. We're apparently going to war, and he literally had nobody. And now he's got more people. More people to add to his why? Why does why why do we why can't we have nice things? Because old forty year old men can enjoy new things. You know what those old forty year old cisgendered white men who don't want to enjoy new things. Actually, no, I'm not gonna say that because there's yeah, so it's not just forty year old cisgendered brown and POC men who fall into the same bullshit ass mm-hmm. attitude when it comes to Star Wars. You know what they need to do? They need to shut the fuck up. That's Maybe this isn't for you anymore. Right. Check out. It's okay. You can check out. You can check and out. And I'll go check watch right those... back in. Exactly. I'll check, in. check out. Check out. Go watch those three original movies 52,000 more times and live wherever the fuck you want to live. And let the rest of us have nice things. Yeah, because yep. this is a really nice thing I want to keep around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you can't, you know, you can't, you can't let them not enjoy their, you know, their space soap opera with their, you know, magic wizards. So, uh, <laughs> it's uh, it, it's why do you say it like that? It's a children's show with magic wizards and a space opera that use light swords. <laughs> I mean, I feel stupid when you say it like that. You're not wrong, but still, <laughs> never use that descriptor again, ever. All right, but let's let's talk a little bit about this flashback because. Apparently, the dude with the dreads—the—that's uh, Thundercat. I don't know who he is. Noted musician. Like, <laughs> if you've heard any music in the last ten years, he has been somewhere playing the bass on a track. He's—he's he's done. He's done work with people like Anderson Pac and and fucking like he is. His own albums are more amazing than anything. You ever heard the song um, Dragon Ball Do Rag? She's not. Uh, I don't think I have. It's it's his song. It's a very popular song. We spent to check that out. We spent at least two hours before Cup and Saucer just listening to music, and your brother played mostly Thundercat. I love me some Thundercat, and he okay, is also I'm, a huge Star Wars fan. 
I will go and check it out because like the way that they revealed him, I'm like, okay, well, he must be somebody. He must be somebody, but I don't know who this guy is. I didn't want to be racist because I thought it was him, but I wasn't sure. And I was like, hey, is it who I think it is on um, on Boba Fett? And he was like, I haven't watched it yet. And I was like, well, you do. You you just say if it is. And he was like, it is. It's not again. <laughs> yeah, I knew immediately. Yeah, well, I was listen, very pleased by it. I, I don't know him, but I definitely enjoyed his cameo and mm-hmm. them showing actual modification happening. Mm-hmm. I thought that that was really, really, really cool. Um, I also thought it was funny that he was like, yeah, no, I'm not closing this up. Look at this beautiful fucking work I did. Like, everybody <laughs> going to see how her guts work now. <laughs> not how her guts work now. <laughs> I, mean, that's, that is, I mean, that's what he said. That's yeah, pretty much what he said. And I was like, you know what? You're right, dog. You did beautiful work. Everybody should have to see it. Um, but yeah, I, I really, I also really enjoyed the fact that we're seeing more modified people because mm-hmm. like when we first get introduced to, you know, the little street urchins, like they make it seem like these kids are like, you know, they're on meth, they're on that mm-hmm. droid meth and want to be droids. And, and they made it like a homie made it seem like it was something like terrible, but then like you see this episode and now nah, like lots of people are being modified for I guess all different types of reasons. Some yeah, people to save their always, lives. Like it's not always something that needs to be done. You know, like you know, Luke lost a hand and then he got a robot hand, things like that. Mm-hmm. But there are people who are like, you know what? I want to be able to see in the dark. I want I want robot eyes. I I wanted to ask, like, so is that that is like something that they are expanding with the universe? It's not something that you guys have like seen no no this is this has been a thing in star wars for a while there's always been people that have had you know robotic limbs and things like that plus with the way that star wars works and um the mayor is another example of it like the mayor his his language yeah he speaks through a device so it's it's a very technological thing and some people are just like well you know what i want bionic hearing or i want i think laser eyes I think that that's the difference because when we've seen it before, at least when I've seen it before in the Star Wars universe. It's usually a necessity. Right. It's a necessity mm. because it's like an amputee of some yeah. type. Mm-hmm. Not not that like, you know, it'd be cool. Fucking robot eyes. No, yeah. my eyes were like, just, just fine. I just want but robot, I want legs. robot eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't see it often. Like Yeah. yeah you, you see, see it with it. people like Darth Vader, who's got, a you know, both of his legs, one of his arms. Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Like yeah. Ass, like a who's half now. robot. Mm. Well, no, he he lost the he got rid of the uh, the spider legs after uh, Savage Opress found him, and then he just went to regular legs, so it made him a better lightsaber fighter. And he yeah. had those so, up until his death. Yeah, so you know, folks are are definitely trying to not have to be in the Special Olympics normally mm-hmm. when they get these modifications. So seeing this version of it, where it is more of a cosmetic thing is different and new and i'm here for it i am literally here for it also it allows them to cast people who are amputees a lot of times with star wars you know they'll cast someone and give them like they'll um i forget the girl's name who was on an episode of the mandalorian and like she is an actual amputee and used her actual prosthetic in the show and they just made it look a little more futury i don't know who you're talking about yeah I i forget her name she's like a cosplayer but she was on an episode of the mandalorian uh-huh. Um. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's you know it's I'm here cool. for all of it. Mm-hmm. I, I think that it's it's a really um, intriguing way to basically add more diversity because, Eric, to mm-hmm. your point, like 
if you're basically showing how all of these like customizations or modifications can be super cool, you are actually creating a space that more people that traditionally may not have been able to be in the Star Wars universe can be in the Star Wars universe. So I'm I'm here for all of that. Um, What did you guys think about him trying to go back into the fucking Sarlacc pit to get that goddamn armor? It's his birthright. Yeah. But you were already acidy, my 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 dude. Well, you no, were that's literally burn the fuck up. Like, why would you and go back Fennec, in? Fennec mentions it. She's like, that's the only reason you survived the digestion because yeah. he was in there for a while is because of his armor, because of Beskar. That's why he was like, yeah, it'll still be there because Beskar won't dissolve. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm I I love that you're talking about that and skipping over the mass murder that he did. Um, because. Mass murder, man. That was not... That... I was going to leave that for last because as I'm watching this scene, I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's exactly what... That's what yep. I would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... He, he turned to Finnick and she just did the... Mm-hmm. And so I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. Mm-hmm. He, he got his revenge in multiple senses. He he got his revenge on the Sarlacc pit. Mm-hmm. He got his revenge on the, uh, on the speeder gang, which I don't believe. Um... Even she mentioned it when they're when you know when she first wakes up and she's like, "Yeah, Tuscans were taken out by a speeder bike gang." Yeah, that doesn't seem likely. I th- I think someone is still you know either hired the speeder gang or there's someone else that you know that is pulling the yeah, it's them the fucking scenes. pikes. It is. Yeah. I'm telling you who it is. It's them fucking pikes. When he went and they were like, "Oh yeah, we'll we'll do business with either one of you. Mm-hmm. We don't care." That was a motherfucking lie. Mm-hmm. They did not want to deal with them Tuscans. No. They probably paid off the biker gang to go and kill the pikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it, I mean, not to kill the pikes, to kill the Tuscans. Like, it was definitely the pikes, and I hope they get all that work. I, okay, so you think um all right. What? Speculation okay. time. <laughs> do, all right. All right, all right. Think, do we think it's going to end with him like killing killing a and winning against the Pikes? Yeah, the the Pikes are a very big syndicate, so. And their money seems very long. Yeah. Like I so, said, if you if you watch like you saw them in uh in the Bad Batch and they were serious in, in the Clone Wars, they were way more uh like better armed. Like they have a mm-hmm. lot uh, at their disposal. So then how can this just be like a one and done series if we're going up against very important a very important syndicate? I'm hoping that the rumor is true that we see Amelia Clark come in. And she will take like she is the new head of the Crimson Dawn since um, since Darth Maul is dead, or since Maul mm-hmm. is dead, he doesn't go by Darth anymore after um, Phantom Menace. Is she part of the Pike Syndicate? No, but she is part of a bigger syndicate. Oh, yeah. You saw Crimson you saw Dawn. Solo, right? No. Oh, you should. Okay. It's actually it's it's very fun. It's it's a fun movie, but and you don't have to, to be Eric's... super versed in Star Wars. Right, but to Eric's point, Plus if Glover. they're bringing her, if they're bringing her in, mm-hmm. you might want to watch it to have an understanding of who they are. Yeah, she just they pops are, up. Yeah, because the the Crimson Dawn is it. It's like levels. It's like if if like the Pikes are like Manuel Noriega, mm-hmm. like Crimson Dawn is like fucking what's his face. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, Pablo Escobar. Yeah. Like he, they yeah. are it's the big, factions. big, big dogs. Yeah. And they're all, you know, they're running spice, they're running weapons, all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to give my fiance the satisfaction because he was like, we should really watch it. And I was like, don't, well, I don't ju- want to. No, 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 no. Just watch it and don't tell him. It's a good movie. It's on Disney+. Plus. You guys, yeah, you guys don't live together yet. So you still have this advantage. Just watch it and don't tell him. Yeah, but if he, because he listens. And if I start talking about it, he'd be like, so you watched it. So you did. So you no, had no, no. To. Like, so, so like I said, you don't need to watch it to talk about it. Rather, you should watch it so that you understand intimately who mm-hmm. the Crimson Dawn are mm-hmm. in case they get introduced either on this show or the or Mandalorian, the Mandalorian or on the Obi-Wan show. Like there's so many different places that they could be introduced. Mm-hmm. You, you should get to know who they are. I'll see. I really hope we see in the Obi-Wan show that they find a way to bring back Ray Park to play a mall again. <clears throat> Even if they just give us a live action version of their final fight on Tatooine. I'm here for it. Well, well, technically Obi-Wan didn't kill him when he thought he killed him. No, Obi-Wan so... killed him in Rebels. Oh, which, that's right. Yeah, while they're on while he's hiding on Tatooine protecting young Luke Skywalker. So it takes place a few years before Fudge. Yeah, a few years before Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get home. what you're saying. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but but depending on how far back they go, they should be able to squeeze it in. Right? Yeah, no, I don't know how long of a show it's going to be. I know that one is definitely a miniseries because, you know, it's just about Obi-Wan's time after the end of um, Revenge of the Sith and before. But see, but I I think that's my point. Which is a pretty, you know, like 20-year period. Right, because it's during that time frame in which Maul was alive for part of it. Yeah. I'm thinking that they should be able to make it happen. But we'll see. Yeah, no, he he showed up towards the end, you know, when, like... Because later on in that same episode when he kills Maul, like you see young Luke Skywalker and he's only like 10. So mm-hmm. it's it's in that time frame. Hmm. I just yeah. want an so, excuse to get Ray Park back at, between Ray Park and Sam Witwer, who does the voice now, um, who did the voice of Maul in all of the Clone Wars. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good with it. Like either way. But, you know, we, we talked about what happened in the tank and all this cool flashback stuff. But, you know, we haven't talked about yet. Uh, we never talked about when Boba got out the tank and was like, yeah, I feel good, so I'm going to hit the town. And what he walked into. <laughs> Black, yeah. he, why does he hate gambling? <laughs> it's like, Black, you Black win. Black Samson is one more guy, time. <laughs> he, he doesn't like ha- watching people have fun. Well, he was so angry with them. <laughs> like, like, yo, and this is the thing I understand. Like, bro, you're free. You, mm-hmm. you, you got, you got out of that situation unscathed. Mm-hmm. You could have been straight up fed to that little baby rancor. Mm-hmm. You were not. You were okay. They yeah. let you go. You sitting there with a big, a big ass cup of lean. Mm-hmm. You should be chilling. He was what not. The fu- <laughs> what is wrong with that boy? He's, My he's that guy. He's that guy who just don't like it when people are having fun. If he's had a bad day and you seem like you're having a good day, he's gonna shoot the club up. <laughs> they were having so much fun every time they won. Wee! And he's like, I don't like that shit right there. They got one more time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, you guys need to probably us. cool it. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. They didn't even notice him. That's At the all. crazy no. part. Like, it's not like they were like, yeah, we win it. We popping bottles no. and like Mm-mm. staring him down. No. Like, Mm-mm. they were chilling. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he just, 
got super violent for no fucking reason. None. I loved it, by the way. But he was so <laughs> angry. Like, he's, like, swigging it and, like, ill grilling them, like, mm, one more time. Roll six one more time. And they did. Like, they were on a hot streak. And he was so angry. <laughs> The fact, though, that Bubba just, Bubba just stood in the door and was like, well, let's see what happens with uh-huh. this shit. And Homegirl was like, "Like you're so great and everybody loves mm-hmm. you and you, there's no need for this. And he still mm-hmm. ripped Tommy's arm off. Yeah. Like, he might be my favorite. He could have done two. He might be my favorite character because she really said, like, she was rubbing on him, making it real sexy. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you're the best thing going. Everybody in here loves you. And he was mm-hmm. like, they do love me. I'm still going to rip his arm off now <laughs> and then pay you. <laughs> you said I have a debt. I'll pay you a little bit. I'm going to get right, right, right. I don't, still don't, I don't like expect that shit. anything free. No. <laughs> Why? Why? He's like the mad rapper. Why? Why, BK? Why are you so angry? I love him. <laughs> that, and they, they've done such a good job with like the animatronics in his face because he has way more facial expressions than somebody like Chewbacca. Like you yes. can literally tell just his, the, the annoyance in his face. <laughs> I love him so much. Me too. And, and, and definitely shout out to whoever is doing the animatronics for that face because he doesn't, we don't need a translator. Nope. We don't need shit because you can no. just look at his face and mm-hmm. you already know where he's at. A mm-hmm. hundred. All the time. <laughs> It's not real quick. He never leaves it. He's Mm-mm. always at a hundred. Always there. <laughs> Don't be having a good time around him. Take that Don't. shit outside. No, yeah. Yeah. I love him. <laughs> he was so angry for no reason. They didn't no. bump him. They didn't no. take his drink. It was no, fantastic. nothing. Nobody, <laughs> nobody stepped on his Wookie J. No, like none of this happened. Yeah, he, no. he black, black Chris Anton is is Black Air Force Ones. If it was a person, yes. If if it was just, a creature, anywhere big in Black universe. Air Force One air, uh, energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what the fuck, man. <laughs> I want to see him all the time. <laughs> In like a party setting. You've seen no, him at a party no, we, setting. It didn't we work don't, out. We don't want to see him in any more party settings because somebody ain't going to make it out the club. I love That's that. That's where we're at. And the crazy thing was like everybody was like staring, but mm-hmm. nobody was saying a good goddamn thing. No. Like, yo, that's so fucked up. They over there getting their asses kicked. Right. Damn. <laughs> them, lizard, them lizard motherfuckers didn't stand a chance. But At I'm all. But I'm still here with my drink. At all. No, I'm not, I'm not even looking. Don't make eye contact. Don't make eye contact. I loved how shocked the lizard people were, too. They were like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? What did we do to you? You were having too much fun, and you know I don't like that. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite uh, thing. Came from a long day of being Trendoshans, and, and he was like, "Nope, I don't like that shit." Not today, motherfucker. Just sitting in the corner yeah. eating his banana all medicinally. <laughs> I don't like that shit right there. Why was he so angry? Because <laughs> they gave him that brown. See, he needed to be on mm-hmm. that white, but he was drinking yeah. all the brown, and you already know what happens. That's fair. Yeah. Oh, oh my so gosh. Angry. <laughs> so angry. But he took that job though real quick. That was the mm-hmm. thing that got me. Like mm-hmm. when Boba followed him out, it was like, bruh, you, you need a job. All right. Mm-hmm. You can't just be out here ripping motherfuckers' arms off, getting all drunk in the club. Like you need to work. Mm-hmm. Come work for me. me. I don't care and, if you and, do that. <laughs> in my fact, I will give you people whose arms you can rip off. Mm-hmm. It's a win win for everybody. He was like, you know what? 
I would like a paycheck. <laughs> Why I don't like not? you though. Right. Like, I don't like you though, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna take this job. I will. Because when because when they're having the dinner with the heads of all of the families, and he, you know, Bubba intimately understands that they're getting ready to go to war and mm-hmm. he's like just trying to figure out and I don't think he's trying to figure out he knows all the motherfuckers ain't no good no. but you know he's making sure they understand where he's at like Black Crescenton is sitting in the corner still looking angry as fuck yeah. bro you're chilling you're just at a, at a dinner function making sure your boss doesn't get you know jacked up and mm-hmm. and you're still so angry a job that you took you didn't have to take right. it you could have walked past you didn't have you could have just kept going the same way you ran your happy ass on when when the huts didn't want you back. Mm-hmm. You could have just kept running, but you took the job. Why are you, you so did. angry? Maybe that's just his face. Maybe he's not actually angry. Maybe we're inferring too much. He's got resting Wookie face. Yeah, maybe he's not angry. No, I didn't see them. Eyes. No, you didn't think so. angry as fuck. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to go with no, he's not angry. That's just his face. Mm. He's actually quite happy to be there. (laughs) That's so interesting, Eric, coming from somebody who consistently hears, Manira, are you okay? Why do you look so mad? I'm not mad. It's literally my face. face. (laughs) So I identify with him. (laughs) That's what it really is. He angry as fuck, and you know he is, but you identify. That's all this is. I do identify with him. All right, but let's let's talk about this dinner because he had Finnick basically call all of the heads of the families there. They don't particularly respect him. It's very very clear with some of the sideways ass comments that are coming out of his out of their mouths. Mm-hmm. Um, who betrays him first? Well, I mean, I feel like that was the whole point of the meeting. They don't trust him. He doesn't trust them. He, he, his whole point of the meeting was, hey, I'm going to go and kill the Pikes. Don't fuck with me and I won't fuck with you. To which everybody is basically just that. like, hmm. And my question is, who, but who's who, lying? Who's lying? Because one of them motherfuckers is going to side with the Pikes. <sighs> I feel like they're, 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 it's a bunch of people who are very much like a... You know, let's let's see who how this plays out. There, one of them is going to kill the other. Either way, we'll we'll come out better for it. So, you think that they will honor the the basic truce with Boba and not get involved? Yeah, I mean, it's it they they have nothing to lose, honestly. Mm, I feel like somebody's running back and telling the Pikes. I don't know right? who though. Yeah, I don't know them well enough to be like, and it's these people because you know history. History says that they're they ain't shit. But um, I feel like one of them is gonna go back and tell the Pikes before we've gotten like all of our people together. Yeah. Yeah. Because now, definitely... like, they can be like, "Hey, they've also got a rancor." Don't know how that happened, but you know, I don't know. I just I don't trust. I don't trust dinners. Dinners where you're like, hey, this is a peace treaty right now. Don't go and tell them. I won't, you know, I'm going to do us all a favor. All I need from you is to not like stay hold the a- fuck out of it. Right. Yeah. I don't trust things like that. No, it was very much a, a godfather, like all the heads of the uh, heads of the mm-hmm. families meeting. And that's usually when you poison them all. Yeah. That's what I would have done. Do, right. <laughs> I don't Take know them why. All out. Yeah. You, you- yeah, everybody would have been Keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So Fennec seems to be convinced that as long as there is money, 
They're, mm-hmm. They have an army. Who the fuck is she calling in a favor to? Where are they getting this money from? That's what I want to know, first and foremost. Well, the coffers of Boba's, you know, castle, I'm sure, mm-hmm. had lots of yeah, money. Yeah, he, he took over. Treasures. He took over Jabba's palace, which was taken over by Bib Fortuna. And everyone was actually paying Bib Fortuna their tributes. So mm-hmm. he's got some money. Okay. Mm-hmm. But who is he calling in, Eric? I say, not to mention, he also, you know, up until he fell into that Sarlacc pit, he was making pretty good money as a bounty hunter. He was like the the most feared and respected bounty hunter in the galaxy. So is it just in like a bank? They never really explain how the credit system works in okay. Star Wars. It's okay. you know, hey, I've got so many credits, you know. No, no, no. Do you don't well, I guess now that the Empire's been taken out, it had to be redone because remember, we did get a bit of an explanation in the Bad Batch yeah, of how they the went Imperial to all of the credits and, all of the mm-hmm, Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, um, but I so remember in the Mandalorian, like when he first discovered the child, that basically he had to break in, and they had like all of these treasures and things mm-hmm, in there, like mm-hmm. packed up. I, I'm pretty sure that somewhere in the Hut Castle, there is like a big ass room like that, full like a coffer full of treasures. Yeah. Okay. okay. I would have liked yeah. to have gone there to the treasure. Just check it out. <laughs> uh huh. Just to look at it. <laughs> well, I mean, but think about it. Like to us. As, you know, humans not living in this galaxy far, far away, um, we're going to expect to see lots of very shiny things Mm -hmm. because that's what we consider treasure. But as we've learned throughout, you know, everything Star Wars, it doesn't, they don't consider that shit treasure. Like treasure could just be whatever for them. So it it will be very interesting to see if they did it. But then we'd be like, oh, that's just another storage room. (laughs) And meanwhile, like that's the fucking bank. Right. So. I don't know who she's calling in, but again, I hope, I hope against hope it's Mando, but it probably won't be. I don't know if it'll be, you know, Din Djarin, our, our Mandalorian, but I think it might be other Mandalorians. Um, like Sabine Ren and them? No. Maybe not Sabine, but um, what's her name? Katie Sackhoff, fucking, who were in The Mandalorian. Um, oh, um, yes. I know you're talking about. I can't think of her name right now. Yeah, and it's annoying because I know her name. Somebody's yelling at us. We do apologize, dear listener. Yeah, but they're, you know, not all Mandalorians are bounty hunters, but bounty hunters are, you know, they seem to be very good at that job, so. <laughs> but, okay, so if they do call them in, because they didn't have, they didn't end on the best of, well, no, she's angry with, well, I mean, she's not angry with, what? She's kind of indifferent with Mando. There's a whole yeah. lot that's going to have to happen with the Darksaber. But she was kind of spicy with um, with Boba, calling, telling him that he's not a true Mandalorian and Technically, such. he's not. He is a, he is a clone. Uh, Bo-Katan, that's the name. Bo-Katan, who is uh, mm-hmm. technically the leader of Mandalore. But, yeah, he's not a real Mandalorian, and technically also Mandalorian is a creed, not a race. Um, yeah, but he is also a clone. He is a clone of a real Mandalorian. Who raised him as his son. Yeah. So 
shut up, Bo. Shut the fuck up. He's mm-hmm. a Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, she's also very much remember she runs the house of of Cries, the Bo Katan house. So they're one of the oldest families on Mandalore. So tradition Stop is being very important an elitist. To them. Yeah, that that's exactly what it is. It's it's elitist <laughs> tradition. Yeah. Would they be down for for that for this business? Maybe for the if right it, amount of money. Yeah, I would say if it if it found if they found some way to make it profitable for them. Mm. Because remember, they are trying to stage a revolution on Mandalore. Right. So maybe they need you some need money, money and weapons and. You know, what's the best place to get weapons is steal it from syndicates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So it could be incredibly profitable for them when you think about it. Not to mention, uh, Bo-Katan also has bad ba- uh, bad beef with the uh, the Pike Syndicate. Mm-hmm. Hmm. A lot of stuff happened during the Clone Wars. I would enjoy yeah. to see them back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, I like the idea as much as possible to do crossover stuff with all of these mm-hmm. characters. If the time frames sync, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, she also mentions that, you know, as long as you have money, you have an army. There are a lot of bounty hunters out there in the galaxy. Um, I feel like we could see people like uh, like Bill Burr's character pop back up. I feel like he's out there being oh, a bounty hunter now. Oh, that's right. Um, not to mention some of the other uh, bounty hunters that were on that Star Destroyer. Um, and the fact that we have Black Crescenton, um means that all of the other, like there was the, the mm. big War of the Bounty Hunters thing in Marvel mm. Comics recently. Um, so I feel like we might see some of those characters. I completely forgot about Bill Burr being like let go mm-hmm. on to do his own thing. Mm-hmm. We could see him again. Yeah, if he's decided. He to said he a really enjoyed it. Hmm. This yeah, is like, it. This is exciting. Him. There's it a lot of characters, really and like I yeah. said, they're 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 smartly utilizing the comics because the comics have been very good. Um, so I would like to see who they bring in. Because I mean, a completely no-name character to anyone outside of the people who have read the comics, like like BK, that's a that's a, a deep dive. So bring bring more like him. But but don't bring them all to the club on the same night. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, no. Bounty hunters famously do not bring them to to a single club. Mm-mm. Don't invite them for dinner. Don't bring them to the club. Maybe we'll Tell see IG eighty eight. The real IG-88, not IG-11. You, you will lose your fucking mind if they do. Yeah, bring IG-88, bring Bosk, bring, um, yeah, the, the, all the all the bounty hunters that were on that Star Destroyer in Empire Strikes Back. There's a lot of them. Zookus. <sighs> this is exciting because they could do a on lot. And on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they really, really could. And all, right, so- all of them technically canonically would only be a few years older than when we last saw them so probably have to recast most of them so like eric is that is that kind of your theory you know before we wrap is that kind of that your what your theory is that when we think about who finnick is calling it's going to be a bunch of bounty additional hunters? bounty hunters yeah and manira you're thinking that it's going to be the mandalorians i mean i yeah i want i would like that like that, it's that music. I want to see. I want to see an all-out fucking war. I want to see all of the badassness. Yeah, I, I. I don't think I have a set theory. I think that both of your theories are either one would make me happy. Like I wouldn't be like, oh no, it's 
it's a bunch of bounty hunters. Right. <laughs> like, no, no, I want all of that. So like either, either way, I either think either it's a that win for us. Or maybe, yeah. maybe Finnick and Boba pit the syndicates against each other and they make a a pact with one of them. Like if they do, if the Crimson Dawn shows up, make a pact with them and basically say, hey, get rid of the pikes and, you know, we'll give you a cut. Do what the pikes did? Yeah. Mm. I mean, what's good for the goose? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. I'm here for all of it. And that's all the more reason, going back to what we said at the beginning of the show, that this needs to not be a limited series. And no. And more seasons. Because yeah. all of this underworld dirty shit, I, I love it all and I want all of it. I want all the space drama. Yeah, also, no, it's done really well. You can tell yeah. that it's done s- smartly I, and with um, love and thought. I like that they let Robert Rodriguez be the showrunner on this. Because you can see a lot of Robert 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 Rodriguez in the production, mm-hmm. like they still have they still have Dave Filoni and John Favreau has written most of these episodes and he's directed. Oh, one really? Two. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know this, that. This was his baby, but he was like, you know, Robert Rodriguez directed a few episodes of The Mandalorian, and he is very much an adapter of new technology. So when they showed them um, the volume, which is where they film on the that soundstage, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he he took to it like a duck to water because he that's what he does. You know, he's always one of the first people to adapt to new technology when it comes to filmmaking to get things done faster and cheaper, which is why he films most of his shit out of his own studio in Texas, as opposed to being in Los Angeles. Yeah. All right. Well, either way, I'm also we got we got some uh, some spoilery uh, casting news for Ahsoka Tano. They haven't said who she's casting news. They haven't said who she's playing. But uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, a.k.a. Ramona Flowers, it has been cast in the Asobatano mm-hmm. show. Really? Yeah. Yep. And that one's official. Oh, oh my I'm God. Not sure who she's playing, but I'm excited. Eric, who do you think that they're going to have her play? I don't know. The The only thing I know about the Asobatano show is that, you know, we're, we're going to get Admiral Thrawn. So... There's, there's, I don't know. She's a really good actress. That's a good, um, that's a good mm-hmm. get. Yeah, I feel like she could be another Mandalorian, or like there's not many Jedi left, or maybe. Well, I don't think they would bring the two characters in, um, that we met during the the final season of the Clone Wars. The the two sisters that Ahsoka Tano meets when she's going into the lower depths of Coruscant. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they wouldn't bring one without the other, and right, they would have to bring them both. Yeah. Were they the sisters on the Bad Batch? Did the they twins? show up on the Bad Batch? Yeah, the twins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were the ones that we thought we were going to see um, when they were talking to when we. Th- this was when we thought we were going to see Ahsoka um, yeah. on the Bad Batch because they were talking. Oh to yeah, someone. yeah. When they go to the Droid Factory, yes, mm-hmm. those two twins. Yeah, yeah. Look at me, guys. I'm Star Warsing. I couldn't remember Look, if they were in that show or not. You're a real fan now. Look at you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, guys. Well, listen. We're excited. We we cannot wait to see what this next episode brings. And we're also hoping that we get an announcement sooner rather than later that we'll get a second season. Uh, but as we hold our bated breath for that 
response from the mouse. Uh, we definitely want to thank you guys for listening to us ramble on and basically throw nothing but like compliment vomit at this show because it's well, so it fucking a, good. Also, uh, Tamar Morrison has said that he, you know, if they want him to, he will come back and he will play Captain Rex, the older Captain Rex, like we see Ooh. in Rebels. He's oh having a lot of fun. Yeah. Ugh, in his old, so old much. man way. Because he is an old man. <laughs> he's, he's in his 50s. He's no, but like old, in old the man. interviews, like with the, um, he, like they have interviews with him and Ming-Na, like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be watching him talk. I'm like, you're a grandpapa. <laughs> yeah. I would like for them he to did. find a way to bring back um, the kid, Daniel Logan, who played young Boba in um, Attack of the Clones. Like, let him come back and maybe let's get some like, some early twenties Boba Fett action in like a flashback. Ooh, that'd be I, nice. I would be here for all of that as well. Because he's, guys, he's that, voiced that's... Boba Fett on the show a bunch. See, and to me, this is why you guys need to keep listening because yeah. we're going to keep giving you these little nuggets and things that you need to be thinking about. But make sure, as always, that if you like this episode and, and what we're kind of throwing your way, that you drop a review and subscribe to the podcast. And also tell your other Star Wars nerdy friends who may not even realize that they're Star Wars nerds yet. So help them get there by listening to us. And don't gatekeep them. Do not gatekeep them. Let, them. let them come along and have the amazing journey in their own way. Because it's so nice when you can have the journey without somebody wagging their finger at you about how you should or should not enjoy Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to be gross. Don't be gross. Yeah, don't be gross. So if you have any questions or feedback about this episode or the show in general or what we think is going to happen, definitely make sure to shoot us an email. You can do that to our email address, which is concentratedpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can drop us a message on our Facebook page, which is Concentrated Podcast. And then lastly, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and you can send us messages through there as well. Uh, Our handle on both is at concentrated pod Mm -hmm. so make sure that you do one of those things and get in touch with us and we'd love to hear your theories and who you think uh fennec shan is trying to throw some dollars at to come and kill some folks me she could throw anything at me i would i would pick it up gladly (laughs) i love her i do oh my gosh i do too all right guys (laughs) well with that that's it for this week we'll be back with more on the dispatch next week bye guys bye peace